Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Diego and DeVore show. And they pulled somebody up from the grave, Derek Flair. And here I am to tell you that you're in the right place whenever you see the Diego and DeVore show on your screen. You are in the right place, and it's going to be big woo tonight. Welcome to another episode of the Diego and DeVore show. Brought to you by Invicta Watches and Rogue Energy on Anchor.fm. Yeah. We're... Also streaming wherever you find your favorite wrestling podcast, whether it be iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, or Spotify. With your host, Diego De La Rosa, and Lord Everett Devore as we talk all things wrestling, untold road stories, and bring you stories about guys and gals you might not have heard about, and what's to come. So step inside that squared circle with us as we take you on a fun field ride. Alright, welcome to another episode of the Diego and Divorce Show. Diego, how the hell are you, man? Yeah, I'm doing tremendous, I'll tell you. We've had a good string of fantastic interviews the last few weeks, man. I'll tell you, the last one was really good, too. A lot of great information, got a lot of good stories, and we have a, a doozy of one coming up soon. Remember when I tell you about Ben Throckmorton in the NACW days? Absolutely. So he's on deck coming soon, so look out for that. I'm also a little bit disappointed this week, too, because I was telling the kids in the neighborhood that the return of Wendy Stevens, and they're like, son of a bitch, Wendy Stevens coming back on, and and he just blew the air out of my balloon today. He couldn't make it again. I haven't seen him in a long time. Okay. Okay. I've had enough. The rib has gone on far enough. I'm just going to start slapping people. Who is Wendy? Brother, he's been working for UCLA for like the last three years, man. Okay. Take another so, shot. But, hey, no, but, <laughs> but things, are, things are looking up, though, because tonight we have a very special guest. A, it's like a crossover episode, but with only a third of his team. Yeah. So, and then again, thanks to Wendy. Ladies and gentlemen, Stan Grubb. How are you, pal? What's up, guys? It's uh, got a little ahead of myself there earlier at answering questions both on and off the camera and mics and everything. And uh-huh. I'm excited, man. We, go, we got a cool, cool deal going on today. Yes, we do. I am so stoked about this. Yeah, I mean, so... When I was a kid, I never got to see this particular movie when I was young. I mean, I saw the cardboard cutouts in the movie theaters. I never got to go because nobody liked wrestling like I did back then. And um, and I never got to pay-per-view the match, the movie. And for those of you like dinosaurs like us that know what the hell we're talking about, No Holds Barred, a classic WWF, not E, movie from a few moons ago. I mean, uh, it's got one of your favorites, Dan Hogan. The Immortal One. The Immortal One. And under a different name, I mean, it's hard to... So we saw him in Rocky Three, right? Yep. And then we saw him in this other movie. Is, was it Rip What? Because I forgot. I in the movie. Rip Taylor. 
in this movie, it's Rip Taylor. No. No, Rip Taylor's the guy that jumped out of a box and threw people confetti. Oh, my, my mistake. <laughs> That's a whole different thing there, pal. These are all sponsored by Manscaped and Blue Chew. At this point, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, this is the, uh, the age-old classic, No Holds Barred, a tale of David versus Goliath. You know, 1989, when this movie came out, I was with a buddy of mine, and my dad laughed at me when I said we wanted to go see it, but we actually did go see it in the movie theater. So, yes, we are one of the tens of thousands that actually saw it Ah, in the theater. Me as well. I saw it in the theater and then clamored for it when it came on the pay-per-view with the match. Because for me, that was like, it was, I remember it was just like, okay, it's going to be a horrible movie. It is what it is. But the hype around the match with it was just amazing. Uh, was... Oh, here we go. Uh-huh. See? The internet gremlins are back. <laughs> you know, it can't go one doggone night without something just flaring up like that. Yeah, it'll come back in, though. I'm not so... talking about no Ric Flair. Oh, no, here we go. No, go ahead, sir. Stanley. It's like somebody took a lariat to his laptop and just. (laughs) And, you know, you folks at home can't see it, but the picture that it's frozen on is just amazing. It looks like he's passing gas. That's a terrible thing to say. So here we are, left hanging again. First, Wendy Stevens. And uh, now this. He just said that uh, he lost power, bro. Are you for real? Yeah, he just sent one to the UCW fam. The power just blinked. So he must be getting a heck of a storm down there. Yeah, we're due for a storm not, not too long ago, but it didn't hit where I'm at. So... Before, hopefully, we get started again. But before we get started with this edition of the Diego and Divorce Show, I take this moment out to say uh, a shout out and a thank you to uh, one of our faithful listeners down in the Shalote, North Carolina area. Around that area, I hope he still, I think he still lives there. Zach Gore, with he used to watch us back when we were in NACW and Dirty South and NACW. So he says he. Listens to us every time on his long trip, so I really appreciate the support. Yeah, Zach was a good guy, man. He's always been a really good kid. And the internet is down at his house now. Oh, fantastic. So, I guess let's do this, you and I. Now you want to give it a couple minutes and... Oh, we can do that and find ways to entertain the folks. Well, that's true, you know. We'll power through it. So, we're going to do this Mystery Science 3000 style. We're going to watch the No Holds Barred movie together. We're going to reminisce about what it was when we first saw it, how we felt when we first saw it, and how does it hold up today? Is it still as entertaining as it was back then? I think it will be. You know, for what it was back then... A kid that age, this is the greatest thing you've ever seen. Second to Roadhouse. Yes, 
Yes. And I just got a message. He says it'll be 10 minutes. He's rebooting. 10 minutes for what? For him to get back on. Why does he know if the power's coming on in 10 minutes? No, the, the power's back on. He's rebooting everything. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Before we do that, let's waste some time and help the brother out because I can't do this without him. You know, he's a big Hulk Hogan fan, and I hate to disappoint the little Hulkster out there who's waiting for his computer to reboot from this unfortunate event when Mother Nature had just struck him down to Chinatown. Mother Nature's a feisty one. Yeah, she is. Making everybody sick. It's hot. I'm waiting on the earthquake, the locusts, the raining frogs, all that jazz. for the murder hornets and the Godzilla standstorm. Well, I think that murder hornet was just wishful thinking. But, you know, you remember in the 80s when they used to tell you about these killer bees coming from the south, like in the Mexico-Texas border, we're all going to get stung and we're all going to have a bad day. Well, that actually happened. I remember those. Get the fuck out of here. Where? Dude, I remember those when I was a young lad in Colorado. I mean, it wasn't the it wasn't the swarm that was going to be like biblical proportions, but I remember those killer bees coming up because it was a big problem because they were killing the regular honeybees. Ah, uh, so you mean to tell me that B. Brian Blair and Jumpin' Jim Brunzel were jobbing out some other bees? They were. They indeed were. Now, which one of them had the best dropkick in the business? I know Bob Holly had a great dropkick, and I know Marty Jannetty had a great dropkick. Mr. Perfect had another fantastic dropkick. I was going to say, I think Mr. Perfect had the probably the prettiest dropkick during that time. I think Absolutely. Today, had a ricochet has got to be right up there. You know, and uh, yeah, because... Mr. Perfect always pulled out that standing drop kick, and it looks like he just put a, that size 12 right through their skull. It's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kurt Henning was probably light years ahead of himself. Absolutely. Speaking of Kurt Henning, Stan, welcome back. You got no audio, buddy. Skype is now my friend. There we Me go. Me and Skype have been having long personal chats. About uh, the fundamentals of internet usage. Now, I just wanted you to know that the picture that froze was absolutely classic. It looked like you were farting. Uh, As far as you know, maybe I was. (laughs) Hey, the man can do whatever the hell he wants in his own house. That's right. Exactly. So, without further, so with that being said, are you uh, you got the uh, the VHS machine on pause and ready to go? (laughs) queuing it up right now it just uh you know with these smart tvs they're not so smart you have to you have to force them you just gotta be smarter than the tv brother oh well now i've failed my tv's retarded i don't think you could say that i think that's like not pc the opinions of lord ever devore (laughs) by no means (laughs) it's the opinion of the diego and devore show llc itself or Ultimate Championship Wrestling LLC, or Corner Corner Wrestling Trademark LLC Esquire. How's the smart TV working? Is it a Samsung or a... It is a TCL. It is the highest of Walmart quality, sir. That one's got a built-in Roku, does not, sir? Indeed it does. Oh, we got that from Target. 
Oh, okay. I guess it was sh- a Target television. Y'all shop at Target? Every now and again, <laughs> you know, when we get down the street. <laughs> here, we are queued up and ready. All right, All so right. let me touch the screen here and then do the countdown on a 3-2-1 style. But don't do it on three. Hit it right on 3-2-1, then we hit it. So it's three, so not one, two, two one, three, go. And then you go hit it. That no, it's three, two. Sexy. <laughs> Hit it and quit it. I don't think That's... I brought the right clothes for this adventure. Oh, you're dressed just fine. <laughs> That's what she right, said. Now we're starting from zero, oh. correct? PG oh, thirteen. Now I'm getting yelled at. Thanks, guys. Jeez. Well, well, if you're looking at the screen right now, Lord Ever Devore's screen is all jacked up. There he is, that little guy. How you doing? He's Welcome so back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, okay. So you guys have your fingers on the pulse? I do. Okay. Hey, where I Let put me start my this. fingers is my business. Oh, and now it's and now it's weird. You made it it's weird. The, it's the people's <laughs> business. All right. In three, two, one, hit it. It's brought to you by RLJ Entertainment. RLJ. Yeah, company that's never done anything good. I don't know who they are. Well, I don't know. They do I don't know. Barred. And Image Entertainment. Isn't that a comic book company? Images, At least yeah. it used to be. I think it's closed up shop. I like how it's all HD, even though this was done in the 80s. So this is that's the wrong logo, by the way. That's the E. We're talking about the F. Get the well, F out, I mean, man. Oh, it is the old school Scratch logo. Yay. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. You can't just steal history like that. No holes barred. Hulk Hogan. And I hope All I hear is the ultimate warrior when he says that. Joan Severance. You know, I got to say, back in the day, she was my girlfriend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Old's... Hey, Debo's in the movie. You gotta love Debo. Hey, Pellegrino. Man. Mark Pellegrino's done everything. He's played the devil. He's played God. And he's been in a wrestling movie. There we go. Great opening scene. Jerking the curtain, his own movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so can you turn it up just a dash on your side, brother? So the folks at home can hear. There's a lot there of go. excited, angry Rip fans. Here we go. Did he strip him? I think he That's did. That's probably the only... So you think that he did this at a house show or before a pay-per-view? Uh, they were all house uh... shows. A house show? Oh, yep. interesting. Imagine being a huge Hulk Hogan fan and then you see him come out and he's saying Rip him. You're like, what? what the hell is Rip? Well, I, I'm thinking maybe the, the Fink would have smartened up the fans and said, this is a movie. We'll get back to the real wrestling after this. Oh, oh. Mean Gene Okerlund. God rest his soul. And the body. Good old scheme, Gene. Now, l- let's let's man up here. Who's willing to admit they called the 1-900-909-9900 number? I did not. 
you didn't sound very convincing there. No, I, I don't think I ever that. did. But this is before Scheme Gene. No, that's true. That's true. Now, is that is that Demolition Axe in there? Yes, that's Bill Eady. Gosh. He was cut back then. Yeah. Tearing the shirt off. And according to Bill, fun fact, Hogan actually chose him specifically for that part. It's like textbook hip toss. Hmm. Oh. The agility by Hulk Hogan, by the way. Yeah, you know, and back then people used to go for a pin. Try to win a match. Pin? What's that? Well, that's because they cared. They cared about victory. Was there any better of a bad guy than Kurt Fuller, by the way? No, he was awesome as a bad guy. Is that Joey Morella as a ref? Uh, yes. Oh, wow. Wow, this is going wow. back, man. Yeah. And for those of you who never heard of Joey Morella, shame on you, but he was one of the best refs in the business. Yes, he was. And also the son of uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Absolutely. Well, he's uh, well, he's not hulking up. up. What is he? He's ripping up. He's ripping him. <laughs> it's amazing. One uh, one chin lock later, and we get a Hulk up. Oh, for the love of Pete! Here we go. We the sad thing is, I think Hogan I was remember. going up here. I don't think there's a big boot in this one. Well, I think that was trademarked. No, he did the axe bomber. Yeah, the double axe smash. So, so Devore, you've been at the, at the receiving end of some of those forearm blows from Mister Bill Eady. Yes, there and there was no, no pulling back. No, there was not. He, when he hit, oh, there was a big teeth yeah. rattled. Now there is a big boot, but that wasn't the big. That was not the finish. Here we go. Yeah, Stan was right. Double axe handle, sort I of. Did. I really wish that Hogan would have used this as a finish instead of the leg drop. Really? Why? Dude, it was just, it had impact. I remember thinking it when I was a kid. I was like, that would be so cool. Well, Ivan Putzky had that. But he was too short. He had to hit you in the chest. Yeah. Same with the Macho Man. Macho Man did the double axe handle. Maybe that's why he didn't do it. I never thought of it that way. I mean, Hogan wouldn't rip anybody off anyway, so. No. Yeah. He's got a, he had his yeah. own moves. This guy wants some ratings, just like they got from Scrooged. So is this the current <laughs> boardroom feel in WWE right now? <laughs> not enough TVs and not enough uh, dinosaur bones. Oh, I, Dude, I think that's pretty awesome, the T-Rex in his office. Be there. There you go. <laughs> and the fink. Wow. <laughs> Two little dudes. Yeah. They had to have been like the Patterson and Briscoe of, of this movie. <laughs> oh, you know what? You're right. I don't know. Is there any reach arounds? 
You'd have to ask Pat. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Rip him. such a trick. I would wear that shirt if they sold it again. They, I, Rip I, I was getting ready to say, those are actually online. Is that right? Um, yeah. They're a WWE shop, and Hot Topic sold them for a minute. Hot Topic's usually where a lot of indie workers get their gear, isn't that? <laughs> this is true. Only the women. Only the women. These guys having to get talking to. Now, see, now you're going to get the young bucks upset. Always blame the booker and the agents, but never take responsibility for your own actions. <laughs> I, it's so funny because, like, watching him talk to his board and then seeing him examine his own sculpture, it's like literally looking at Vince. Yes. It could pop. And I bet you with all the Saudi Arabia troubles, this is actually pretty accurate to what's going on right now. He said he said in the middle of a press conference or a conference call today that they were going back to Saudi by November. Yeah, they re-signed the deal. Like, oh, that's just... That deal got basically, <sighs> basically that deal got held up because Saudi was withholding $700 million from them. Mm. That's crazy. And so they must have got that money order for $700 million if they're going back. I wish somebody would pay me $700 million. Do you know how many lap dances we could get? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> and Stan sitting there and going, nope, not being a part of this conversation. Nope. <laughs> Sir. So this kind of reminds me, like that board meeting, you know, in the movie Scrooged? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then also, back to school, the tall and fat store, when they had that board meeting, everybody's pitching ideas. But this is not. Sir, this is not as. Yeah, this is not as funny though. Why can you say tall and fat, but I can't say retard? Because I'm using it, it from historical PC. It's from historical references from a movie, sir. Well, so is mine. How about it's called? How about where he tells the lady to go take a leak? Like that would ever get past <laughs> anybody, you know? Today, I'm sorry. I'm going to call it tall and uncomfortable. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. It's Super large and fluffy. Oh, for the level. Oh, here we go. This guy here with the mustache. Porn stash Bill says. No, that's a Robocop. Wasn't that? Uh, yeah, that's that's Dick that's Dick Jones. <laughs> same thing. There you go with your dick jokes. Ah, no, hey, uh, start them early. That's See, right now, if that would have happened in a board meeting, that would have been an assault. Yep. Cops, SWAT team. Or that jar would have been full of Coke. One of the two. What are you talking about? According to you, every meeting we have, that's how I act. I mean, you've, you've only fired us four times this week. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so they, call, they called it's in the Ripster. Week. It's only Tuesday. It is. Here we go. Hey, you know, let's do some business. I wish I could dress like this guy. So is he playing like an Eric Bischoff character to the McMahon at this point? Trying yeah. to sign the superstars? No, I, I, mean, I'll funny. Take, yeah, I mean, I'll take Eric Bischoff's side no matter what. But anyway, 
the funny thing is with his one of his lackeys, that guy looks almost identical to Vince, except shorter. Literally dresses like him back then. I agree. In those cowboy boots with the nine-inch heels. <laughs> and he wanted to seem seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, we need two flunkies like that. We had them. They just didn't take good pictures. Oh, no. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Shots fired. Shazam. Shazam. I mean, you know, Stan. we're being honest. Stan. Out. I like so it. So back to the host bard here. So you don't put <laughs> you don't touch you don't touch the ho- the, the ripster like that. Yeah, you don't want to wrinkle the span. He doesn't like being touched. No. Nobody puts baby in the corner like that. <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing, like, where he puts his hand on him, and you're hearing Hogan talk, at that point, I didn't know as a little Hulkamaniac how the real Hulk Hogan sounded. So, so I'm like, oh, why isn't he like, you know something, brother? <laughs> yeah, I like, I didn't know that this is actually how he sounded. <laughs> he grabbed him by his boobs. Very, very inappropriate, like. Yeah, really. That's unwanted touch, sir. Ah, there's oh. my favorite insult, jockass. <laughs> We've got to well, work got... that into at least one episode every month. Oh, jockass. It's happening. Jeez. Oh, there you go. Cash that check. My friends call me Cash. <laughs> got the gloves and everything. He was ready for this. Just saying, man, I wish I could have dressed like this. But you still can. I mean, yeah, but then people would just think other things. Let them, man. So well, it's a new world. That now anyway, Stan. You know what? It's you, buddy. So he put the check. So he put the check in his mouth, DiBiase style. Yep. And he gives it the Hawaiian buddy. sign. Hey. <laughs> I mean, he borrowed from Snooker, borrows from DiBiase, from Savage. Uh oh, she's losing it. She do- she doesn't like the fact that he put that check in his mouth. What's wrong? No, what happened? I think she thinks it's a waste of money. I mean, that's a, a perfectly good check. Absolutely. I mean, I would have cashed it. That's an appearance fee. Up uh, here's the most famous driver in the world. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I mean, I think we've all had these kinds of experiences. Yes. Oddly so, yeah. enough, uh, one night in Shalote, we drove around for eight and a half hours looking for an open McDonald's or a Wendy's, and that was pretty much how the driving went. I heard that was kind of how it was in Taswell, too. Pretty much. Okay, how hard would he have to kick that door to really make those kinds of dents? Though? Well, it's got it's got the heels and the boots. Well, here's my question: Why are the dents round like a ball peen hammer? Right, right. Because of the heels of the boots. The heels are square, sir. And he wasted all the perfectly good alcohol. Well, this this limo's beat the hell up already. Oh wow! 
Wow, that guy's... I hope he had insurance. I hope there's not like a farmer's market anywhere near close. Right. <laughs> Imagine like all the little neighborhood kids. Like every 80s movie, there was. <laughs> Mama, they ran through my dollhouse. Here this isn't go. random at all. Oh, our perfectly innocent... Perfectly innocent little... Uh, Unmanned building. No one's ever well, seen. Well, that was almost NWA style. You know, they're gonna Eight. beat the crap out of you. Here we go. It's turbo real, boost. It's turbo boost time. <laughs> <laughs> That's my turbo men doll. You know I that did. smoke. That smoke behind him when he jumped out. That was actually cocaine. I wouldn't or doubt that it. The, or is that from the Sheik and Hacksaw? <laughs> Mister Fuzzy's racist salt. The Fuji salt. Yeah. No MSG. Now, what my favorite part of the movie is coming up here really soon when he grabs Uppercut. the gentleman and, and delivers the ultimate Hulk Hogan line. There you go. He's got one more guy to go. This is the best moment in this movie, I think. Now, there, I just saw a heart. On your screen, Stan. It's because I'm loving it. Actually, now, it's me, a random ass yeah. window that popped. Now, a thinking man, and it's a movie, but the guy in the limo, I just drove the fuck out. Yeah, really? Just, why? Yeah. Why stay? <laughs> or I just ran over, I would have ran over the the, uh, the ripster. Okay, so the guy that just, you know, he gets thrown into the into the passenger side next to the driver. Why was he covered? Like, why was he soaked? Did he piss himself first? Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. I would. It's all that sweat from the cocaine. Here's the the payoff. Yep. The piece de resistance. And, okay, the door's done. Meanwhile, this guy's just sitting here, terrified. Oh, let's listen to this. how come this movie never won an oscar (laughs) well there was was no rotten tomatoes back then or the raspy awards was there the raspberry what do they call it the the razzy yeah what's up girl (laughs) how you doing business just picked up <laughs> this is before <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Dixie Carter's TNA. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great analogy. I like that. This is before Surge, clearly. Such a relaxed boardroom there. I like it. Right. I want to Much call. Get a sexual harassment suit in the movie. You can't do that no more like that. I 
I always liked her eyes. I always thought she had really cool looking eyes. Absolutely. They were just as sexy as she got older, too. What happened to her eyes as she got older? No, they just looked amazing then, too. Oh, I'm sure. Just like the lady who played Evil Lynn in the He-Man movie in the 80s. Yes. She was also yeah. in They Live. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was uh, uh, the the love interest. That's right. Yeah, sort of. So she threw him out the window. Yeah, you know. Love hurts. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> Deep Thoughts by Stan Grubb. Oh, yeah. Uh, there you go. That's a good reference. <laughs> this girl looks a little like Laura Estefan. That's just my opinion. Well, now he's got to go to church for those impure thoughts. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. Well, that's not church. All that foreshadowing. Well, my goodness. Yeah, this movie did have a ton of great one-liners. It's amazing. I oh, this... how many suits he went through. No Holds Barred filmed just mm-hmm. after Hulk Hogan filmed his Ride Guard commercial. Anything else would be uncivilized. <laughs> you know, that I would be willing to bet that's the same restaurant. There's a, a young... Never mind. Oh, here we go. We're tiptoeing into the lawsuit. <laughs> nope. <laughs> gotta go. It's got this. It's got the same kind of mullet too. Oh wow! I'll wait to see him do a frog splash somewhere. Anyway. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh no! That didn't happen. At least well, he's anyway. sticking his tongue out and telling everybody he's better than uh, what's her name. Wow! Well, a lot of a lot of people do frog splashes nowadays. Hey, that's a legit boss right there. Yes, she is. <clears throat> this guy's being a real dick. Well, you know, he went to the Davalt School of Waitering. Oh no! He reminds me of that waiter from um. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You remember that guy? Yes. <laughs> the Sausage King of Sausage Chicago. King of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Abe Froman? <laughs> oh, this was the Sausage King of Connecticut. Let's call the police. That'd be a hoot. <laughs> call me, sir, goddammit. Mm. Never have I ever. <laughs> Gosh, she's, she's a good-looking woman. And you know how many takes it took for him to get that one line in French, right? <laughs> Just look at this one here. He's still now trying. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Oh, this is going to hurt. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wait a minute. Is that? Uh... All right. Meanwhile, well, at the indie Zuko? scene. <laughs> <laughs> Coming Sir. soon to a campground near you. <laughs> Drive-in wrestling. It is. It's that's uh, Boris Zukov, isn't it? Oh no, it's gotta be. Was he one of the Bolsheviks? No, 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 no. He was a. Uh, 
Ah, shoot. I know he got arrested not too long ago for child porn. Really? You do a lot of Googling. Not the Bolsheviks. No, not not Boris. Uh, um, damn it. Buck Zumoff. Sorry. Oh, wow. Got the name wrong. You think this is oh. what Bischoff did back in the day? Just go to different bars to see who could fight? No, but D.A. Why, and I have why been not? This bar is down in Charlotte, North Carolina, known as the Anchor Inn. That's true. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> um, I like of course, this is back. The booger in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the headbangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, look who's in the background there. Good oh, old oh. Stan Hansen. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I can see why too, Kurt. You're absolutely right. Yeesh. I hope I never dated that woman. The obligatory little person in a movie. <laughs> Any movie with a midget deserves an Oscar. It does. Oh, he got it in the cup. Nice shot. Hey, you think we could replace our turnbuckle the tires, man? Why not? Why not? After 2020, anything's possible. I'm going to hey, change the game. That was the guy from Big Trouble in Little China. I knew I recognized him. Ah, Which you're right. One? Yeah. Awesome. Jack Burton here. The Pork Chop Express. Uh oh, not the pound cake. No, that's what was called the truck, right? The Pork Chop Express. Oh, you know what? You're right. Damn. Good lord. I know a lot of useless facts. <laughs> He's selling that got a pipe down back there, trying yeah, to join really the shows. What's What's next? I got a chance. Oh. This is wrestling. Uh. Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> and the obligatory nose sick pick. My stomach back there too. As a, a young, never mind. Here we go. <laughs> Be careful, man. I'm I'm friends with a lot of people. <laughs> wow, it really is. It really is TNA. When, when did this happen? <laughs> when you start being friends with people. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oh. Uncle Elmer got it. That's your current class okay, champion. That guy right there, though, actually kind of looked like Kevin Nash, the blonde. The one that just goes all gets thrown out there. Was that lady? No. Well, <laughs> with or without quads. <laughs> oh, here we go. Get a bubba. Big boss man on on deck. <laughs> where's the where's the nightstick? Oof! That's a stiff clothesline too, even for a movie. Oh! Oh, I got the you, crease of his toe right up that guy's anything. It's Now they had this. Now they had a similar wrestling scene in uh, Escape from New York. Yes, they did. Wow, yeah. nice throwback. Thank you. Yeah. Was it? Who was it? Ox Baker, right? 
Yes, that was yeah. Ox Baker. Man, you got a good memory, Diego. Oh, well, I'm sober tonight. I started drinking again. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're here to help. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. <laughs> you knew you were gonna watch this movie. Can somebody teach me how to open a keg like that? Just throw my thumb right through it. Ah, what a waste! So that's that where they got a Steve. Au- yeah, that's where they got a Steve Austin gimmick from from that beer part. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beer match. He's the original Sandman. I mean, look at it like this. Look how many gimmicks could have sprouted from just movie just alone. <laughs> I mean, I see a lot of guys dressed for indie wrestling. I mean, no, no gear, just jeans and a shirt. Classic no, that is the you're just confused. Yeah. <laughs> in your pants <laughs> that's not nice and that right there all the cool is anchor in yeah all the cool kids pee in their pants <laughs> it's the coolest <laughs> <laughs> consider me miles davis <laughs> what what kind of what dude stands on the outside of a bathroom and just juggling his junk while he's trying to get his pants zipped? You can't do that while you're in there. You gotta wait near the, the payphone. Hey, sometimes you gotta whip it out quick, man. Look <laughs> at that. That's like the bathroom of Stuckies in 1995. <laughs> Ew. The curtains will <laughs> never be the same. No, I hope, I hope they're still up with my Picasso. <laughs> See, that dog's enforcing social distancing. Uh, Ain't no COVID. Wash your hands. <laughs> There's like COVID-58 in that water, man. Ew. Oh, that's ew, that's not good. It is. Mm. There's some stray dog in a bathroom. Mm-mm. Of course, it's a boxer, one of the worst dogs in the world. Is that right? I hate those things. What do they do to you as a kid? I can't tell you how many times I got bit by a boxer when I was delivering for uh, sh- for Schwanz. Now, correct me oh. if I'm wrong. Right there on the wall, Diego, if you look really close, does that say Doug yeah. Ward likes it raw? Uh-oh. Absolutely. <laughs> it's in three different languages. <laughs> Is it tax time already? <laughs> Between him Come and Ricky on, man. Morsi, Watch me point that. Watch where you point that thing. <laughs> they're, they're, they're flagging each other with that peckers. Oh, ew. That's supposed to cross the streams. That's gross. As you see, it says that graffiti is a pencil neck geek. <laughs> Freddie Blassie with the uh, cameo. Uh-oh. And here comes the second greatest line ever. <laughs> Ew, ew, ow. I would just start puking as soon as he pushed my head anywhere closer to the damn toilet. <laughs> so in this movie, we're not even really 30 minutes in. We've had uh, <laughs> Dookie, teeny wangers, telling a woman to go take a leak. <laughs> oh, and a guy with a Confederate flag tattooed on his arm. <laughs> Don't forget on the, on the stall... When they first walked in, somebody scribbled white power. 
this movie oh, would have fabulous. never flown today. Oh, and you, a reference to a gay bar. Yes. You better buy the movie. You got to buy the movie soon before it gets uh, taken off the machine here. Oh. Well, he really did see Eric Bischoff coming, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, was it the junkyard? Was it the junkyard Invitational? <laughs> Yeah. My, oh, my cat was... loved loved hearing the commentary so much he has decided to join us for our watch along of No Holds Barred. Well, I like I like cats, you know that. That guy looks like Timber. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Hey, look, it's Roadblock. Oh, Devore, he's had some experience with Roadblock back in the day. Him and oh, Bob Starr. Nice Ah, speaking of Bob Starr, we have him on Slate this week. Fantastic. Hollywood Bob Starr, sir. The original yeah. Hollywood. So all those glitz and glamour, all those lights and everything, and he's going to the same dive bar? Yep. Well, I think... Yeah. What a loser. Hey, hey, hey. Nope. hey. I'll have you know that <laughs> Diego and I wrestled at the Skanker Inn. Oh. Yeah. Hey, we also wrestled this one bar in the middle of a cornfield. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. That's a good we, thing. Uh, the ball handler guy. Yes. Well, that guy's just hearing voices. He's before Randy Orton. What's that? Man, Springs, that rave? Bad. Hey, it's a moon dog. Oh, you said Dolph Ziggler. Yours is better. <laughs> And Stan Hansen is sitting there rolling a booger. <laughs> <laughs> they give him a lot of good cam- Yeah, he got a lot of good camera time here. Now, during this time, was he also working in Japan a lot? Right? Yeah. Yeah, 90 was when he started crossing over really hardcore. That's where he uh, closed on Vader's head or eyeball out of his head. The first eye for an eye match. Wow. It's tough people, sir. Tough people. Oh, definitely Indy. Oh, he's not even selling it. What the hell? What's wrong with these people? Oh, jeez. getting paid SAG minimum. <laughs> Another ball shot. Good for you. Yep, yep. Definitely WCW days. Show. Always make it a point <laughs> to watch your opponent's match before you go out there. Or the prior match, my fault. Locker room sellout right there. They're all watching to see what they got to do. Yeah, that's a pretty good forearm there earlier. Oh, okay. I guess the cat's done watching. Thanks. That was kind of a high spot. You know, all that's missing from there is a couple of fire trucks. Oh, it's not NWA rules. Over the top rope doesn't disqualify. Nice entrance coming up. Oof. Um, Before Goldberg, we had six. <laughs> Soon to be president of the United States. Goldberg ah, or Zeus? Yes, the, Zeus. Uh, Fifth oh Element. God, what movie was that? The Fifth Element. Yeah. We don't deserve Zeus. I, you know, he had so much potential. I just, you know... There you go. 
That's what happens when you don't make a sandwich. Oh, oh there we go. A little violence on women. Yeah, that's not good. Well, that's very WWE, right? Very that's... true. Very true. So in a way, it was kind of like a for telling us the future of wrestling or men beat up women. Something I Hash- don't condone. Hashtag speaking out. <laughs> oh, no. I got to tell you, back then, Zeus was jacked, man. He was, and, and then he later became the, the Z-Gangsta, right? Z-Gangsta. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. The alliance to end Hulkamania. <laughs> Many have tried. None of them, none of them did it. No. Nope. I think my favorite Hogan. Well, that's not uh, true. Yeah, I think I saw... Um, I want to say it was on Facebook of Bullet Bob Armstrong beating Hulk Hogan. Wow. In a clean finish, too. Yeah, you ain't got to sell nothing. Oh! Yeah, take that. Take that. My chest can take all I your mean, punches. And I get this is a good rivalry between Zeus and the ripped, and the ripped guy, but... Getting back to the wrestling, I think the best feud Hogan ever had with this great storyline was between him and Paul Orndorff. Yeah, that was a good story. Second yeah. only to him and Macho. Yeah, it was two of the most believable angles I ever seen. I mean, for what it was. Yeah, Orndorff was a hell of a worker. Yeah, yeah. Another guy that put that put the boots to Vader, but you know. <laughs> Boots, shovels. Hey. Wow. Here comes Hanson to knock his cross eye straight. Oop, well, no, <laughs> never mind. So Zeus is talking about what is this about some teeny weeny? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a booger in your hand? <laughs> Did you wash your hands? Wow. Oh, here we go. This is so far back, Hogan almost has hair. I think that's a pretty good move, man. That'll knock the shit out of you. Yeah, I mean... If he does, ow, ow, why would you just Shazam? Oof. Hair oh. club for men. <laughs> this is how it happened. Yep. I'm not only the president, I'm also a client. <laughs> <laughs> this is why good people don't wrestle anymore. <laughs> they lost. Look at the guy in the back. Look at that guy in the background. He's ripped too. He didn't get in the ring though. I was gonna say he looks like a miniature version of Sid Vicious. Probably was before he got uh, all, uh, you know, gassed up. Well, gas back then was cheaper before the. Uh... <laughs> before COVID 19. I, for... <laughs> I was going to say, get a figure for inflation. <laughs> here we go. Here's a good promo right here. Less is more, brother. Less is more. <laughs> How are you staring at a TV, dummy? 
I mean, like why? Thriller or killer? <laughs> why, why would you be angry looking at the television? If you're yeah. if you're that if, See, that's what happens when you work yourself into a shoot, brother. Well, you can answer that question just ask any W or WWE fan. Oh, I don't want to ask them. <laughs> Twitter world's going to light up tonight. Oh. I don't we have finally, that kind of timer. We finally beat Vince this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's AEW's boardroom. We did it! <laughs> Instead of 83 weeks, like 83 hours. We beat him. We're on a roll, baby. <laughs> Speaking of time, and no, this is not going into a segue. I was watching a thing on Regis Philbin, God rest his soul. Did you hear mm-hmm. how many hours... He was on television. Who? Regis Philbin. He set the world record for 995,550 hours on TV. Just shy of 1 million hours. Hey, you can't, you can't binge watch that. Dude, is that Bill Casimir? Kazmaier, whatever his last name is. Yeah, you know what it might be. It It looks like him. And he's wearing Big Papa Pump's vest. (laughs) (laughs) Big Daddy Zeus is your hookup. Something you you see straight. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) I got him. I got him for days. Where's my Subway sub? I believe that is Bill. You know, the funny thing here is that he has been here less than a week. (laughs) I think this would work nowadays on TV. Get out there and people just fight at work. Oh, man. Could you imagine? Better than bum fights. Yeah, a little more humane. Leave it to stand to go to bum fights. Is that hey, still a thing? Kimbo Slice? Kimbo Slice got noticed that way. They caught him beating the crap out of homeless people. That's terrible. Just see camera. That's that's how he got noticed. So they're like uh, encouraging breaking laws. Mm-hmm. So he's videotaping a, a movie. Or a television show? That's yeah. great. Good job, guys. Leave that's it to called, Vince. That's called reality TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's like watching The Condemned, only funnier. You know what? That, oh. was, I, that was a great movie, though. That was good, actually, yeah. Did you watch the sequel? Um, yes, I just don't remember much what? of it. Who I was in it? One, uh, I think that was Randy Orton. Yeah, that was Orton. Yeah. I thought he was in the Marine 5 or something like that. Marine 3, I think. I tell you, no, that was TV. Yeah. um, Steve Austin just did was hunt to kill. 
That yes. was actually a pretty decent movie too. There's no cell phones back then like that. The old bag phones. Mm-hmm. Hello, window licker. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Randy. Now go shine my wrestling boots, dummy. <laughs> Remember Make sure you wash my gear. <laughs> I'm your meal ticket, brother. <laughs> go out there and work out. You look terrible. <laughs> Was that Brian Nobbs? <laughs> oh, oh, damn. <laughs> yep, that was nasty. That hurt. <laughs> hey, he tried, though, with that X, whatever that X thing was. XWF. After... Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Of course you do. Rip's always got a plan. <laughs> oh, a little product placement with Diet Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Very subtle. <laughs> None of this would fly in today's movies. <laughs> so, what, so what kind of watch do you think Huggins were in there? I don't think it would be an Invicta. No, that would not be an Invicta. I, that's uh, probably going to be... What was those uh, ones with the... The removable faces, Schwartz, Swatches. Oh, the watch, watch. oh, yes. In the... I'm wearing a clear mask. You can't tell who I am. <laughs> and not only that, this movie's so old, he's carrying a wagon wheel gun. <laughs> Dude, don't tear our seats out of our restaurant. What the hell's wrong with you? You gotta yeah, pay I'm for this. throw pies at you while you're holding a gun. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Because the bullet can't travel faster than this apple pie. <laughs> now, this guy has caused more damage to that restaurant than these guys would have actually stolen. Oh. I mean, and what's in the till? Like 50 bucks? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh. Yep, nice everybody's lunch is ripoff. Yep. That was the NFL song, wasn't it? Yep. All his rowdy friends. Hogan probably read the script midway through. Hey, listen, we haven't shown me fighting in a while. Let's do this. (laughs) You tore up the whole damn restaurant, dummy. He saved the day. See, that's what happens. That's real superheroes right there. And there's not one piece of pie on Hulk Hogan. <laughs> now, nobody's getting dessert that day because of that guy. There's Saul Rosenberg in the back. <laughs> Super Saul. <laughs> Come here with the pies. You can rub piss clams on me. Speaking of pies, we're going to the motel now. Oh, no. Here we go. And this is where it goes off the rails. Well, some say off the rails. Others say off the bed. She's Why is she so mad at him? He saved the day. It's a hard knock life. (laughs) 
Carries his own wrist tape. <laughs> Gotta hide the blade. <laughs> what I want to know is why he's wearing booty shorts. <laughs> well, he could borrow that from Brutus Beefcake. Oh. And the uh, Billy Graham shirt. Yep. Superstar. Mm-hmm. That's some industrial wrist tape. Now, you know she's brushing working. her. Go ahead. Well, she's brushing her teeth wrong. It's up and down, not sideways. It's going to scratch your teeth, mess up your enamel. Only Diego would notice that. <laughs> well, I still don't have the answer. What the hell happened to that popcorn from Scary Movie? What was that movie? That, Scream. That was Scary Movie. No, no, okay. Scream. Yep, Drew Barrymore. Jennifer wow. still laughs at that. Raph's still looking for the Jiffy Pop popcorn. <laughs> Probably burned. Caught fire. So, House burned down later. So if this lady's in the restroom, why was he trying to put his ear to it? What's wrong with this guy? I don't know what he's trying to listen to. That's what he's trying to listen That's what I'm listening to. Hmm. No, don't do that. What, he's, he just swallowed a blue chew? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and here's a gratuitous scene where he does push-ups. Well, don't, ruin it for the, don't ruin it for the fans who haven't seen the movie oh, yet. Yeah, right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Holy Moses. That's not pajamas. And it's not even dark. Painting. It's still daylight outside. <laughs> no, that's a light from the neon sign. Yep. No vacancy. No tell motel. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-oh, here it comes. Boy meets girl. Girl cusses at guy. He oh, she's too busy. Day. He's about to do his arm curls, though. Is that what they He's call doing... it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's doing That's curls for the girls. <laughs> curls for the girls. Sun's out, guns out. Well, according to that day, the sun's still out. I mean, it sure looks like it. Could be the neon sign for the strip clubs. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I mean, he may have hired a lady of the night. <laughs> Here's the thing. Why would you do that when you've got the room taped off, though? Like, that just seems weird. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Could have done without that scene. Yeah, really. We don't need to ever see that again. Well, Let's just go back. This movie needs a little something for the ladies, too. <laughs> well, there you go. That's what Stan Hansen was for. <laughs> Wrong ladies, sir. Oh, well. 
Can we say monkey lady? Uh, oh, wow. Oh, that, that we, just hey, that was one of our episodes from not long ago. Diego and DeVore meet the monkey lady of Beckley, West Virginia. Absolutely. Coming out soon to a theater near you. What? <laughs> Absolutely. I had nightmares for a decade. Nice wearing pink Speedos. Mm, I don't know. This seems like a problem. <laughs> oh, there he goes. And this is where the problems and the Hogan marriage began. <laughs> well, this poor girl's never going to get a good night's sleep. Yep. Why don't you just get a cot? They have him at the days in. Just ask for it. Yep, yep, way to go. You can't sleep on the couch in the lobby. I mean, I guess back then maybe you could. What I want to know is why he took his weight belt with him. He's got to yeah. defend himself. Oof. Sweet sapphire polka dots. Yep. Whoa. And you're in big trouble. Yeah. Oops. He forgot how to work a doorknob. Mm. Dun dun dun. There's Vince contemplating his career. Oh, wait, no, that's someone else. <laughs> Stay and grab, everybody. <laughs> Tip your waiters and waitresses on the way out, please. Try the seasoned curly fries. <laughs> Thanks for all the fish. <laughs> and now he's got a different watch on. And speaking of watches. Yes. When you need a good watch, not a swatch. You need an Invicta timepiece. And we're going to tell you how to get that Invicta timepiece. You're going to want to go to ucwforever.com. Get down to the partners page. Scroll down to see the Invicta banner. Click on that banner and get you the watch of your dreams. Once again, that's ucwforever.com. Go down to the partners page. Scroll to see the Invicta banner and get the watch of your dreams today. Especially do it today because they're having a warehouse clearance sales and they also have a some stuff for the ladies too, ah, and see? I know that you, yes, and I know with your anniversary and all coming up or has happened, I'm sure you bought her a few of those watches yourself. No, I gave her a high five. Oh, oh my! <laughs> anniversary present, high five. Oh. <laughs> we made it, high five. After 13 years, you got to figure you look. Can't we just be friends? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that works anymore. I don't think people believe that statement. <laughs> Uh-oh. See? So you got her in an arm lock. 
he finally could do a wrestling hold, and he can't even do that right because he can't work the remote. <laughs> and the meanwhile, if he needed to work the remote, he needs some blue chew. <laughs> well done with the <laughs> the remote. The remote's on my left pocket. <laughs> <laughs> And there he is getting mad at the TV screen again. <sighs> mm-hmm. Oh, I just noticed it's like three quarters of eyelashes. What is that? Eyebrows. That's a unibrow. It's, it's a almost. Mm. There yeah. we go. Field day. The dialogue here is so riveting. Isn't it, though? That's a pretty sweet looking truck, though. Now, let's. Let's hit pause real quick. Oh, my. Okay. We're pausing. We're so pausing. Okay. We're, what, we're about halfway through here? Now a little more we're than about, halfway. Yeah. So, looking back, Diego, when, when, when did you first see this movie? When did I first see it? I, th- I believe I may have rented it from a video store. How old were you? I was, I don't know, maybe 10, less than 10. Okay. Had to have been. I, get, I think that you and I were probably pretty close in age. You know, you got the the Santa Claus beard going. Looking back at this, um, is it just as entertaining today as it was back then? Or is it more cheesy now because you're an adult and you're like, holy crap, really? Um. Yeah, that's an interesting question. I, I think that... For what it is, it actually is more entertaining now. But as far as the cheesy part, yeah, definitely. It's a lot more cheesy than I remember it. And and that's that's I think it's a sign of the times. Back then we we were kinda used to this kind of stuff, so it wasn't a thing, but now you see it and it's like, oh man. We like we were talking about, it's just it's certain stuff would never fly. Right. Now is it more entertaining because of looking throughout the movie, the, the number of names that played bit parts in this? Maybe so, because I just didn't remember seeing all of these guys or I just never recognized them before. So it's kind of cool to see, like, like, I always thought it was Billy Eadie, but I was never positive. But now I, I see him, I'm like, oh, I know exactly who that is. Um, and then, of course, like the, the Stan Hansen moments, I think those, just, those will always get better with time. Absolutely. And Diego, for you? Well, I mean, looking at it now as an adult, obviously, it's way different. When you're a kid, everything's awesome. Back then, we were watching ninja movies. Everything was about karate or something like that. And some other wrestling movies were equally probably, by today's standards, cheesy. But for a kid at that time, this is pretty badass. And at that time, you know, watching Hogan in a movie, that worth the price of admission itself. And then with all the extra characters in there, you know, and at that time I didn't know about much about Stan Hansen or, cause I was just a strictly diligently F kind of guy. But looking back now, I was like, man, that's pretty cool stuff. I'd have to agree. I mean, looking back for me, um, I'm with Stan. It's, it's pretty entertaining looking back at it now, uh, strictly because of all the people that played the bit parts that I didn't realize up until we're watching it now, just how many of the workers were actually in this. And, and also, you know, looking at this, this was, if I'm not mistaken, this was Vince's first stab into movies. 
So it's kind of interesting to look back to see that this was his beginning. Yeah, and you know, and back then I know there was a lot of folks making wrestling movies. Like, for instance, I don't remember the name. The one that had Roddy Piper and was it the Tonga Kid or somebody? Body and Slam. Were, Body and it had Slam. Dirk Benedict. Yeah, Dirk Benedict from Battlestar Galactica A Team. Mm-hmm. And which were fine, but with something like this, I don't know. I think it's a better movie because it's a very comic book mentality to it. It's almost like mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying a DC Comics or something. If you go down to like maybe like a maybe Dark Horse or Image Comics, it's something a little more, um, I don't know, more terrestrial. This is more raw to your standard commercial movie, especially for a wrestling movie in that time. For today, could it get past the censors? Maybe not. But there's far worse things out there now that people are watching, but very politically incorrect for sure. Well, I don't know. I mean, Family Guy's still on the air, and, and how they're still on the air in the current state of the world is beyond me. I think with with this movie, this movie gave wrestling the most respect out of most of the movies that were coming out at that time, mm-hmm. outside of Highlander. And even that, Highlander, if you remember the beginning, that's the Freebirds, and um, I don't remember who they were taking on. It might have been the Von Erichs. But it was supposed to have been at Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. and they're they're filming it. And while they're filming it, it's like an homage to this guy's love affair with wrestling. While this, while Christopher Lambert is fighting somebody and getting ready to cut off his head, because wow, outside of that, outside of that, I mean, Bob was very tongue in cheek, making fun of wrestling like in a major way. Mm-hmm. So much a point where, and I wouldn't, I'd never heard about this until I got much older, but wrestlers were pissed that when it was released because it was such a, a parody. Right. But, and if you know, you haven't noticed anything that's got the best fight scenes mm-hmm. involves wrestlers. Yep. You're talking about roadhouse and roadhouse had uh, Terry Funk. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. And I know what's Stallone movie over the no, top, over the top. So did that also have Terry Funk, Terry Funk in it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you if you really want to make a good bad guys in any movie, I suggest using a wrestler, man. I mean, they know how to do this stuff, and there's no twenty takes; it's one take. You go. I mean, I guess it might work differently in the movies, but I know these guys go out there every night and do it. There's no stunt doubles. There's no stunt anything. You get suplexed on the concrete. You're gonna get suplexed on the concrete. Well, it's interesting that you say that because going back to Bill Eady, Bill Eady, I remember sitting in the locker room one day. And Stan, you might remember this, but they did a WWF Pizza Hut commercial. And Bill was talking about that when they went out and filmed this Pizza Hut commercial, they did it Mm -hmm. in two takes. And the only reason that it took them two takes was they filmed it with two different camera angles. And because Hollywood was so used to doing 100 takes and then moving the camera and doing another 100 takes, that they were blown away that Demolition walked in there and did everything on the first take correctly. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. they only had to move the camera to catch it from a different angle. And they did it right on the Mm -hmm. second one. And they were done for the day. They had scheduled like 16 hours for this 90 second commercial. And Mm -hmm. it took them like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday, Thursday nights, kids nights. (laughs) (laughs) That was the line. (laughs) 
Well, and 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 that was one of the things that you know, if you look at look through history, I mean, that's what helped The Rock was because he was able to, you know, they they had a they had a, a nickname for him. They used to call him One Take Jake. Yep. When it came to SmackDown segments, it's what Shane has said, and and now. You know, his success has been because he's been able to adapt on the fly so well. It really does prepare a performer um, for the for the improv that you have to do over the course of a match and over the course of a, of a program. Right. So wrestlers make better actors, but not so much restaurant owners. You know, Pasta Mania was not running wild. <laughs> oh, no, no. See, there's where you're wrong. They do make very good restaurant owners because uh yeah. Abdullah the Butcher. Scott, no, Go Scott ahead. Steiner owns like five or six Shonies. Well, of oh, course he an, does. He has put them in the recliner yes. if they don't eat there. <laughs> <laughs> now, while we're taking this break, I would like to, to do an acknowledgement here uh, since I have both of you here at the same time. Uh, yesterday, we recently found out that we passed 51,000 requests in the past 30 days. And I want to thank both of you because both of you have been instrumental in making this thing happen and come true. And so I raise my glass to both of you guys. And most importantly, thank you to all the fans out there that, you know, 51,000, it's, you know, it's not a million clicks, but we're on our way. And so thank you to all the listeners out there, the Diego and Divorce Show and the Corner to Corner Show for helping be a part of this uh, adventure as we go along. And let's hit play. Thank you, Stan. You're the man. I'm here to help. Oh, we're going to hit play. Shoot. Here we go. <laughs> field day. I don't remember there ever being wrestling in a field day, by the way. No. Just just the uh, logistics of getting that 20 by 20 wrestling mat outside would be incredible. And look how dirty that wrestling mat's getting from those insensitive people in the helicopter. And I think this is also important to note that this is the first scene that Hogan is in a shirt with actual sleeves. Well, you don't want to make the dad feel like a like a bozo having no muscles. Well, this is true. Do you even lift, bro? and you know i find that shot very interesting where they showed zeus walking because vince was always very careful in the 80s about not showing the guy's boots because you know it's not so much uh not known today that the workers back then wore incredible lifts both on the outside of their boots as well as the inside so it's an interesting shot showing that he's got three inch lifts on his boots well, nobody can really tell outside of, you know, people as astute like us. But, but this yeah, is a hell of an entrance, though. Yeah. No lips in their boots or anything like that. And not one, any of those MFers wiped their feet before they got on the mat. <clears throat> is he looking at me? Is he looking at you? Who's he looking at? Debo. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bike, punk. <laughs> my grandma Rips. gave me that chain. Sports for kids. Uh, those guys, those two back to look like Cousin Larry and Balky. <laughs> yes. 
I think this gimmick will work now. Now, see, if it was me in, instead of Vince making this movie, I'd had Zeus slap all those kids around. <laughs> oh, not the guy with the clown makeup. Anything but that. What the hell? See, I would take that little one. I would make one of those and just lawn dart him. And I would tell, I'll tell one of those kids try to bounce this basketball ten times and just kick it at nine. <laughs> well, if you stop, if, if you stop looking up at the chopper, they wouldn't bother you. Know, really? Right? Look at all the mullets maybe, in that shot. <laughs> maybe shield your eyes or something. Jeez. And look, I had a mullet too as a kid. I was trying to grow my hair long. Did you have a rat tail? Yes, I did. I had mine too. Guilty as charged. Yep, I had the flat top with the rat tail, uh, a la Sting. Oh, wow. Sand, you saying no? No, I never did. Never could pull that off. But now you got that sweet ass beard, though. Yeah, well. He's got the rat tail in the front. That's right. You almost got the night heart going. You know, ah. it's it's so scraggly. I got to trim it up, but it is quite scraggly. No, just just trim the sides and keep the front, like he said, do the night heart. Yeah. <laughs> Man, he, he took that girl's face straight in the hood of that car. He's a trained professional. What is this so much violence? Especially on, on women and, and others. <laughs> Jeez, oh, flip. And others. Well, I was trying to be careful how I worded Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Other people. Yes. So we just randomly drive around on a Harley waiting for damsels in distress? Yes. Oh, that's a good bump. Oh, ow, ow. Head first. It's kind of a Sammy Guevara bump. Rip him. Ugh. No, there's you no way to... in the world he'd be able to hold that guy. Hey, you want your push? <laughs> <laughs> this is how you get a push, baby. Straight out of Return of the Jedi. Yep. Uh, and he'd be dead, by the way. Yeah. Nice no, try. You wouldn't. Do you oh. know how many concrete walls Diego threw me into? All of them. <laughs> I do it right now, but man, I can't. I got social distancing. <laughs> Six feet. Well, you could you could help him with it. You're throwing him six feet. Only six feet. He stole those boots from Jake the Snake. I still feel like the DDT that that should have been seen was him hitting Hogan with it. Yes. Well, actually, I read somewhere it was an interview with Jake. He did it. They did it on Hogan show, mm-hmm. and uh, much to everybody's surprise, the crowd popped. And they ixed the uh, program because it backfired. People wanted to see Jake the Snake beat Hogan up. Yep. Now, I'll like tell it. you what. Nobody took a DDT like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat no, for that sir. angle. I thought he was dead when I saw it. Yeah. Now, I want well, to least... know how all these people got into this plant because they're breaking all sorts of OSHA violations. Was there an OSHA back in 87? Yes. Yeah, they worked for the union. <laughs> well, there you go. 
And I like how the little brother's just sitting there like, damn, he's gonna beat my brother up. <laughs> so, this is just weird. So, like, they're just watching this guy basically kill someone. And they're cool with it. There's a camera. We're all just hanging. It's Battle of the Tough Guys, Stan. Suspend your difficulties, man. Come on. Well, you don't... I saw a ref in there. Do you really need a ref for this? I mean, if there's no holes barred... Well, this is true. Gonna... Well, he's just there to declare the winner. You know what? I stand corrected. Oops. And see, oh, wow. The window liquor knocked him over, and that's how he got in trouble. Jeez. Man, he felt like Nancy Kerrigan. Got hit in the, in the leg. <laughs> Why? Why? You pumpkin pie haircutted freak. Get out of here. Uh, oops. Oh, nice job. Thanks <laughs> a lot, Mr. Job, Boner. <laughs> <laughs> it's an honor. You should get his autograph. Yeah, really? The man who met Andy Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> oh Damn, they even bought the law. You know... You'd think that the uh, warehouse they were in would would have been shut down by now because they've been working on that same stuff for about two fights now. Union. They're on a break, man. That's what they do on lunchtime. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wish I had some steel bracelets. Can I have some steel bracelets? I like how Zeus jumped around like, what the hell? What's your address? I'll buy one for you on Amazon. Thanks, buddy. Hey, It'll be like welcome. the wish.com. It'll be just painted silver. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not the backhand. It'll be full of lead. Liquor. Oh, Man, if, he's, if he's getting beat up by the promoter, he ain't got no chance with this Zeus guy. I don't either. Yeah, me, me neither. Where's my what? subway sub? All right, and that right that should have been it. He should have just left. Man, and he threw his his friends against no no respect. Ow! Here you go. Oh, that, that scream is awesome. Here's the thing, like like look at that good Zeus duck. was scary back then, like scary. And then you hear him scream, you're like, yeah, not so scary. Another backhand with the steel like, bracelet. Yeah. Well, that was it for this guy. Stick a fork in him, he's done. Meanwhile, Kurt Fuller has uh, orgasmed on the screen. <laughs> now declaring so his love Zeus. for Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> right? They both got pink eye going on. What the hell is going on with this movie? So, effectively, should... Hogan only has like four costumes in this whole movie. Why is his picture on the punching bag? If this is your gym and this is where you train. This is Zeus's gym. Yeah. 
That's that's just breaking an entry. Okay, good for you. Yeah, that should be illegal. Destruction of property. That's a mighty nice gym, though. I know, right? Hmm. They should have called. They should have called this door. This uh, this show. No door stand a chance. <laughs> there was this movie staring on it. <laughs> and there's a China cardboard cutout. Look out! Oh no! Oh, ah, that he, poor mirror. He pulled an Ultimate Warrior on him. Ah, oh, not the not the dead head. Oh wait, no, it's just a reflection. It's an illusion. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the mirror. Oh, okay. Well, I guess he wants him. Wow. They truly are stooges. I'm oh. telling you, it's Briscoe and, and uh, Patterson. Briscoe's oh. going to kick your ass for saying that. Nice. Little pyrotechnics there. So does the promoter take a 16-ounce cup or a 32-ounce cup of coffee? Hmm. <laughs> These two need to go get him some coffee. Oh, my. Oh, not the TV. Anything but the good TV. That's a nice apron, though, on top of the other apron. Why would they have Zeus on a on a ring that they're not actually going to use on television? That's where he trains. That's, that's Zeus's gym. To just to make him feel better about himself, I guess. Yeah. What great Hogan, you know, Hogan should have been able to throw the javelin in the Olympics. I think Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds threw a better javelin. <laughs> lambda, 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 lambda. Omega move. <laughs> where do you think he learned how to move that javelin? Oh! I'll tell you what, though. I wouldn't have turned down those Omega moves if I was in college. I'm just saying. That's a tough call. Now, see, I, it's I'd not. be scared to film this scene, especially if Bubba the Love Sponge was anywhere. Damn. <laughs> for, the, for the fight that he goes through, how would he be that hurt? Who? For, Bubba the Love for Sponge? For Randy. Yeah, for Randy's fight there, why would he be? why would he be all like... Laid up in a neck brace. I'm, I'm just curious. Because he grabbed him by the From... neck and choked him and broke his neck. Yeah. He got rubbernecked. <laughs> Pencil neck geek. Hey, I'll, I'll be right back, fellas. Bio break. Oh. Now, see, he just needs to pinch the IV. What, are you going to kill his brother? What's wrong <laughs> with you? Put him out of his misery. I'm sure he wants out of this movie by this point. No, I mean, the kid should have been tougher. He could go in there and just, you know, throw a little Degadurabolin in there. Keep him strong. <laughs> I was going to say, is that how Hogan got the tears? He broke his bottle of Deca? <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Ah, and here we go with the inspiration for TNA's Octagon Ring. That's a pretty good looking ring there. I never, I never realized that. Damn, look at this. Right, he took a serious whooping. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he had a pair of tights like that, pink and zebras. 
Yes, you did. Did you? Uh, speaking of which, did you see the picture that got put up a little while back with um, Gary, the old announcer from NACW and you? I did, man. It was uh, funny enough. There's a gentleman. Oh, I had tights like that too. That uh, who I've worked with before. He printed that and put it in his office. It's kind of fun. Nice. Now I have one of your original T-shirts. Oh, thank I, you very I'm, much. I'm I have take one a somewhere. Picture of that and see if uh, Pro Wrestling Tees can do a throwback. Hey, why not, man? Anything's possible with Pro Wrestling Tees. So while Stan is taking a break from this movie, so far, now I think now we're getting to the conclusion. We're getting ready to the climax, get into it. Yeah. Now, to the to the credit of Zeus, he's been fighting a lot of tough guys. Rip hasn't fought one person. He's slacking. Not one guy has Rip fought. So I'm thinking, of course, Rip would have had the advantage. He is fresher. Yes. You know, oddly enough, uh, you guys kept making references to Eric Bischoff. It's funny. That building looks very much like the one CNN Center in Atlanta. Oh. Now, is that, was that a can of hairspray, for the love of Pete? <laughs> I think it was. You know, why Somebody <laughs> is using hairspray is beyond me. What kind of, so that was a rib. <laughs> Maybe it was that stuff that uh, they used to spray back in the 80s when you had bald spots. Oh, that guy from the, who was it, the Ronco food dehydrator guy used to spray yeah. that on his head? <laughs> Damn, these cops are crooked. I got back just in time to see the wheelchair pool. Yay! Yes, now, welcome back, Stan. We were just watching the scene where Hogan was in the locker room preparing for his big fight, and Diego, with his eagle eyes, just happened to notice that in the background, Hogan had a can of Aquanet hairspray. Hey, you got to keep a hair, hair all his hairs in place. <laughs> all four get, of them. This, girl get, <laughs> this woman gets kidnapped a lot. Yeah, she's not a damsel in distress. She's just stupid by this point. You can't say that, sir. The opinions and viewpoints expressed by Stan Grubb are solely that of Stan Grubbs and do not necessarily <laughs> represent the Diego Divorce Show, Corner to Corner, or Unite the Ultimate Championship Wrestling LLC. You can um, you can also send hate mail to Brian Taylor at msn.com. <laughs> CC Professor Dickweed. <laughs> <laughs> And BCC, Wendy Stevens. That's now, right. The other thing was, while you were gone, I, I happened to notice that the outside of this building, you guys kept drawing uh, parallels to Eric Bischoff. And the building that this event is being held in looks incredibly close to the one CNN center in Atlanta. Well, let's see. 89 would have been when Turner made the fateful phone call to say that he had gotten into the wrestling business. So it would make sense. And we also just noticed that this is the, uh, the origins of the TNA octagon ring. Hey, I, I, you know, I remember back then thinking, why would 
you have this many changes. And then I thought, well, maybe it's because he's trying to be a different rival promotion. Back then, I was so smart. I was such a smart fan back then. <laughs> You're smart now, sir. Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> so they got a similar layout there, like NWA Power, where only one side of the ring has the folks. Yes, and we were also discussing when the window liquor was in the hospital, and Hogan <laughs> had to shed a tear, that we, we, we'd made up our own minds that the way that he proceeded to get the tears for the scene was somebody broke a bottle of Decca in front of him. <laughs> no, somebody told him about his future uh, dealings with his wife in divorce court. <laughs> I think I, I think Tugboat should have had a letter writing campaign to help Rip's brother. It's in a get well soon card. Could I have gotten a postcard from that too? Probably. Now, Diego, I don't know if you know, but Stan actually partook in that. And when uh, Earthquake took I did. him out, he sent a letter, get well letter to Hogan, and he got a postcard in return. Is that Wait. right? Yes, I did. I got a autograph from Hulk Hogan during that whole angle. I was hook, line, and sinker. At this point in my fandom, I was head over heels Hulkamaniac. Awesome. And I tell you what, I hope you kept it and framed it. He stole the Legion of Doom shoulder pads. No, that's like more like Vader time kind of oh, looking true. thing. Yeah. He's constant. Doesn't that scare you, honey? Look at this. Look at this screen right now. Look at this cross-eyed mamajama getting in the ring with steel bracelets. That doesn't scare you? Well, it looks like that one there and that one there. No, I said that screen, not the computer. Oh, sorry, guys. That's what I do to deserve that. I don't know. Stanley. Damn timekeepers. You know how it is, man. You can't keep them happy. Oh, I didn't do it. Stanley. I didn't do it. Yes, sir. You're fired. Damn it. That's five. (laughs) I told him you can never keep a timekeeper happy. That's your fault for teaching her how to tell time. She still can't tell time. Huh? Hi, honey. Maybe you should buy her an Invicta watch. If I bought her an Invicta watch, she would love me more, I think. Now, I'll tell you, you know, Hogan's taking quite a beating here, and it's really early in the match. And I can't help but think if Hogan had rogue energy at this point in his career, he wouldn't have been so tired and blown up at this point in the match. And rogue energy is an amazing energy drink. It was actually designed for gamers. And it's actually the number one gaming drink in America right now. Now, for you guys out there that want to try Rogue Energy, go to ucwforever.com, scroll down to the partners page, scroll to see Rogue Energy. And for you listeners, the faithful listeners of the Diego and Divorce Show, click on that banner, enter your promo code Diego and Divorce Show. That's Diego with the shift seven, the squiggly little A, Divorce Show, and you're going to get 10% off of your purchase today. Once again, that's ucwforever.com. Go to the partners page, scroll down to see Rogue Energy, enter in the promo code Diego and Divorce Show, and get 10% off of your purchases today. Absolutely. Now back to the action here. He's got him in almost a oh, chokeslam. Chokeslam. Yeah. 
Now, here's a question. Why didn't he why didn't he give Bill Eady this kind of time in his match? What the hell? I know, right? Yeah, ego. I want to know who put that ring together because the ropes are dangerously loose. Yeah. They're like not even tightened. They well, really lost their They just lost their hostage. Again. They're fired. Oh, they can't keep track. Yeah. Oh, it's a Scooby Doo caper now. They run through the museum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Raggy. <laughs> <laughs> Nine o'clock's a little early there, Kurt. Maybe you should uh, get another wrestler in there. Now I wonder they had how no she warm-up. managed yeah. to run across those tiles and high heel shoes and not slide. Well, she's got a lot of talent. Yes, she she's does. shuffling her feet really well. Kick him in the he head. Kind of. So here's a thought: Why would you jump for an elevator? Why wouldn't you just look at that guy and said, mm, "Sorry." <laughs> Again, he got paid sad right. minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Well, back then, jobs didn't pay all that well, man. (laughs) In this movie, they got got paid in deck and cocaine. (laughs) Oh, not the Hulkster. No, don't do this to Rip, no. Wait, he's fighting so hard, his eyes going straight. Now, I I, I look at it here. Hogan's the only one sweating in the whole match. And that's important to notice, too. Zeus is sweating, but not as much as Hogan. Yeah. Oof. Ah, oh, not the headbutt. Oh. Is Zeus Simone? He might be. You never know. The red light's not on that camera, so therefore it's not working. Really? Oh. That's a close fist, ref. Where's the no five holes. count? Come on. No holes barred. Oh, that's right. Damn it. But I haven't seen one hold yet. Right? Look how they're, they're, they're not barred. And he could literally just oh. tie him <laughs> up by the neck. Oh, they got her again. Fire extinguisher to the rescue! Oh, He's hardcore. Wow. He's hardcore. <laughs> we would later see that same spot used by Cactus Jack. Not the buckle pad! Well, those things are pretty tough, man. Ow. I'm not buying it. He didn't blade. Yeah, really. Where's the blood? Losers. Remember, red beans green. If it bleeds, it leads. And this is your typical indie ring right here. If it, t- if it doesn't take but this much to tear it apart, then yeah, I'd have to agree. Jeez. Stop yeah, Stop disappointing your brother. <laughs> really? You're such a disappointment <laughs> to your family. <laughs> I came out of my coma for this. Take me back to the hospital. I'm disgusted. Um, Right, because he can break steel. He is. And just think, you can see all this kind of action live at an Indian trailer park near you. <laughs> that's classic now for you folks if you really want to get into it, start watching this movie it is currently on Prime if you're a mm-hmm. Prime member you can watch it at no additional cost 
That is correct. Well, I bet you all it's high definition. Charge me three ninety nine. Yeah, well, you went for the Ultra four K, didn't you? Well, you know, hey, you got to do what you got to do. I wanted to make sure that this broadcast was brought to you uninterrupted. And so, no, go ahead. Well, while we're looking at him with that chokehold, he's about to snap the neck. It was a Saturday night's main event cage match between Hogan and the boss man where Zeus interrupts before he gets in the cage. And I've thought to myself that he's going to break his neck. He's going to break his neck. And then, of course, I see this movie and I'm like, well, why didn't they air the movie first? (laughs) (laughs) Because nobody had that foresight. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> his bruise was leaking. <laughs> oh my! <gasps> his finger is moving. His finger. Now, here's the thing. How did he? Uh, and how was he paralyzed? Beat up senior citizens. Right. Oh. oh. Straight up kicked in the face. It's my bike. <laughs> Where's oh, Bernie this, Mac uh-oh. when you need him? <laughs> Now he's going to rip up. Something about a Hulk Hogan comeback that's still just cool to see. Nobody has that kind of comeback anymore. No. Other than Warrior. Warrior had a good comeback. Yeah. Well, how did he go from yeah. being, his hair was dry, to being that wet in two frames? Well, there, there went that hope spot, or did it? Mm. He goes from having a bruise on his face, by the way, to his lip. His lip's now bloody, but his cheek is fine. Which cheek? I think it was his left cheek. Oh. It depends on if it was during takes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and his nose is bruised there. Oh, great, great. Well, it takes a while to swell up. Yeah, that could be. He kept smacking his head against all those windows. The crowd footage used in this uh, film from the uh, Republican National Convention, apparently. Aw, oh, see? You broke, yeah, you broke one, one of the rules. Run, Stan. <laughs> Sorry, I won't go any further. <laughs> Why, because they're so well-dressed and employed? Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say, if we're going by the numbers, it had to be a Bernie Sanders convention. Oh, well, at least there's people in the crowd. Aw. <laughs> oh. uh. Come on, gentlemen. We're trying to be entertaining here. Ah, we are. So, a smart promoter would have had somebody to come out there and jump him. Well, he did. The Who's this? Yeah, that's Citizen a great idea. Got his butt <laughs> jump, jump, rip. Oh, I just noticed his knee pads. Those are, what are they, spray-painted Home Depot knee pads? No, of those are uh, actually motocross knee pads. He's doing roof ah. work. I still haven't seen a hold. I never, ever, oh. ever in my life want to see Hogan reach under somebody's crotch and look at the camera and go, oof. Straight up with the bushwhacker slam. Oh, now they're just choking each other. What is it uh, Jesse Ventura used to say? Let the two goody two-shoes throw the rule books out the window and get nasty. Yeah. And shortly after this, Jesse the Body Ventura went to make Predator. Yep. Here is Eric Bischoff losing his stuff. Oh, his eye is still not straight. Bummer. 
And there we go. So how do you win? There's no pins, right? Yeah, you just kill the guy. He's got to die. Wow. <laughs> oh. The classic bear hug. Okay, now is a bear hug a, a hold? Ooh, that's but it's not barred, so you can use it. Oh. Ooh, not the not the closed fist. <laughs> oh, the kick oh. Him. him. He can magically move now. I need more. <laughs> <laughs> he kicked the window licker. <laughs> like Pete is coming after him. There oh, you go. geez, what a throw! It's like but he, just, but he just stood there to catch him. You go. I don't need Ted Cruz. Have him. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! That's a pretty good shot. Nice. Oh yeah. And this just screams final episode of TNA. <laughs> this is week 84. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Man. Hogan's dead. He's in an ECW spot. <laughs> Where's New Jack to jump off the rail? <laughs> I was going to say New Jack was his stunt double. <laughs> For Hogan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh. This is literally watching Bischoff on week 84. Behind you! Behind you! There we go. Work that leg. I like how the rails are <laughs> pretty. You see pipes bringing silver. What a kick. Oh, nice. Little close fist, right in the nose. Oh, right in the babascus. Channeling my inner Gordon Soli. Monsoon used to do that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. Oh, not the solar plexus. <laughs> now, what, so what when I him want to know is how he didn't electrocute himself, ripping all those cords out of the wall. It's an electrician. They're in, they're were ins- they were insulated, sir. <laughs> oh, he broke his nose. Well, he just cheated the pay-per-view crowd. Oh, still couldn't get the eye straight. <laughs> Starcade. <laughs> <laughs> they went off the air before the finish of the match. Yeah. And Zeus is dead? That's a good finish, though. <laughs> that no one sees. Memories of Halloween Havoc 98. And now comes a road rage. <laughs> they went through so many doors and windows in this movie. It's not even funny. Oh, here comes the That's line. Yep. Yeah. Come on, get ready, Stan. You jockass. <laughs> <laughs> well, your wish has come true. And I never knew that Kurt Fuller could dance either. Look at that. Look at him shake. Oh, he's dead. Oh, my bad. He killed that poor man. Ew. <laughs> he's like, okay, I'm gone. Whoa. Didn't try to recess. Everyone cheers nothing. the dead guy. <laughs> he's trying to get out of there. He just done killed two people. <laughs> he's trying to get uh-huh. a hot dog and a handshake. <laughs> he needs to go thank Zeus. For having the kick of miraculousness 
him Did saving his brother's paralysis. I tell you what, he pulled a Benny Hinn on this guy because he's he's walking. See, I'm telling oh, you. Oh no! <laughs> what? See, we're gonna get all sorts of hate mail now. <laughs> From who? <laughs> oh, are you saying because they're Justin paraplegics Diamond? they can't mail? <laughs> There's no more males, and that's the end of the movie. Now, this was a fun thing. I it tell was. you, I, I absolutely enjoyed this. And now we get to see all the people that were in here. All right, there's Bill Eady listed there. Jake Bullet. We need to. Be, that has to happen. There's got to be a Jake Bullet too. The lawsuit. Jake Bullet Junior. Mm-hmm. Dookie. They called the son of a bitch Dookie. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I want to interview. And a squeaky waitress. Giant Gustav. Brock Chilser. You gotta love Security guard. Well, so, see, yeah. There's a story about No Holds Barred that says after Hogan and Vince read the script for the first time mm-hmm. that they cried. Did they spend <laughs> so much money on it? cocaine ran out? <laughs> Vince, Vince apparently, and, and this, is, this is something that's been said by more than one guy from back then, that apparently while they were all in their coke days. What is this? What? They, they read the script. <laughs> At the end, they cried because they thought it was beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful story. <laughs> that shows they were on cocaine. <laughs> Allegedly. I mean, this. I mean, you have half Roadhouse, half wrestling, half Mad Max kind of thing. It's pretty good. Yeah. So, gentlemen, what do we think now that we're closing the movie out? Did it uh, did it live up to what you thought it was going to be this time around? Did it disappoint? No, I mean, I'll say this movie will never disappoint, no matter what angle you look at it from. If you're a wrestling fan for that time, you're going to like it. If you look at it for the entertainment aspect of it and the ridiculousness, you'll be happy. If you're just looking to rip a movie apart because you're an asshole, you're going to be happy. <laughs> So the movie just keeps giving and giving, in well, my opinion. You're call people assholes. I mean... I, yeah. <laughs> Wendy Stevens you? takes exception to that. I think that this movie stands the test of time. It's just a, a funny look back at just being a fan and thinking... Because the thing is, it reminds you all the crazy stuff they did in the 89 and 90 because think about how much crazy stuff they did to get Hogan to a point where they could finally get the belt off of him. Cause remember at this point, Vince is starting to think, uh, it's time to move. It's time to move the Hulkster out. We got, we got the young stud and in the ultimate warrior, he's going to take over. So, I mean, they did the comic book thing. They did the Zeus and the movie and the match. And, and it's just, it's an amazing look at what it was like back in that, it's just a crazy age. The 80s were crazy, man. 
they were great, but I, it came out in '89. I guess I would have thought it came out earlier, but I'm going to say I was probably a little bit older than ten. Obviously, I was closer to thirteen, fourteen, perhaps. Yeah, that's about right because I think I was fourteen or maybe fifteen when I saw it. We're not that far apart in age. And you know, and back then we weren't as spoiled as the childrens are today. When there's a wrestling movie in every other corner, back then you got a wrestling movie. It was a miracle. Oh, absolutely. And I think uh, what we should do the next one, Stan and Diego, if you're in agreement with this, I think we should do a pay per view, and in specifically, I think we should do SummerSlam 1991. Ooh. Okay, so what's you say 1991. What's the significance of 91 for you? Uh, well, for me, the, the match that absolutely made that pay-per-view was Kurt Henning versus Mr. Perfect. Uh, uh, I'm Hart. sorry? Excuse <laughs> me. Sorry. Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning versus Bret Hart. Yeah. And that was the match that stole the show. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, looking back at when it happened, we didn't know what was going on at that point. We had no clue that... Uh, Kurt was hurt that badly and that he went out there and did that match anyways because of the respect that he had for Brett. <laughs> and to me, that match still holds to this day. It's right up there with Steamboat versus uh, Savage in WrestleMania 3. And also right up there with, um, and I know we, obviously I'm a huge Brett fan, but Brett versus the Bulldog. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wembley That's, Stadium, absolutely. That was yeah. one of the most hardest matches. And, you know, mm-hmm. interesting enough, once I became uh, a little more uh, experienced in the business and I heard all of the shenanigans that went down with that match, going back and looking at that match, knowing what I know now, it's even more yeah. impressive. Yeah. That just shows you the kind of person Brett was, or still is. I'm not saying when he was active, I'll say was and when he was active, that mm-hmm. that kind of professional, that kind of athlete performer, man, there's nobody, nobody like him Absolutely. at the time. Yeah. Of course, 91, is, you the had the best, the best there ever will be. What was you that saying? 91? Well, 91, you had the match made in heaven and the match from hell. Ah, oh, see, we got to do that too. You got Sid, you got Sid as a special guest referee, the macho man, uh, marrying Elizabeth. You got Hogan and the warrior against, the Triangle of Terror, Sergeant Slaughter, General Adnan, and uh, Mustafa. Colonel Mustafa. <laughs> See? Because we're all supposed to forget who he Diego. was. Yeah. Right. You think so? I'm glad because this is going to be a lot of fun, and there's just so much good stuff out there. And I don't want to be like the typical, we're just going to crap on stuff, but, you know, we're going to do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we did our well, share it, crapping on this. Yeah. There's. There's so many opportunities with that, though. Think about it. I mean, you got the boss man and the Mountie. That's a jailhouse match. Mm-hmm. You got LOD and uh, LOD and the Nasty Boys for the tag yeah. straps. Um, you got Ricky Steamboat and his debut fire breathing gimmick in oh, Dragon gosh. Gear. Um, and then, of course, the the Bret Hart Kurt Hennig match, which still to this day sets the bar for Intercontinental Title matches. If you really think about it. Um, yeah. Just like you guys were talking about. Now, a couple of things about that. The best part about the Mountie and Bossman match we were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. 
it's not the match itself. It's when he actually landed in jail and Harvey Feinstein was there. <laughs> That's the big payoff. That's the best <laughs> yes, the payoff was when the Mountie was in prison and the, the hands came around his neck. <laughs> and two, a match we never saw, and I think Wendy would be very happy to see in this, is when Ricky the Dragon brought that that kimono dragon with him, right? What'd mm-hmm. you say? The kimono. No, no, no. Who's going to Komodo. Watch Who? Exactly. Wendy. Wendy Stevens, sir. And then I think... Extraordinary. They should have had the Ricky the Dragon Steamboat tag with a kimono against Frankie and Coco Beware. Oh, no. <laughs> See? Fame ring on a pole match. Oh. There you go. <laughs> they probably want a cracker match. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about that. So, and there was also a Camilla. What was it, the dog or something? Oh, uh, Matilda. Matilda. Yeah. There you go. Three way dance. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you, Peter. I'm sorry. I was just joking around. It would have been. <laughs> It would have just been CGI and special effects. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, oh, no, it would have been a four-way match with uh, Bad News Brown's, what was it, the sewer Harlem rats. City Sewer oh, Rat. Sewer Rat, yeah. Well, with that being said, you know, we'll end the show now, Stan. I appreciate you doing this. You know, this is a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry that we're not getting to do what we really want to do this year, but, you know, damn it, the podcast is, is just as good. Well... You guys are family, and I am. Uh, I think it's a, it's. We all believe UCW here. I don't think there's ever going to be a doubt. So, you know, we'll get back when, God willing, when we're able to actually greet people and and do our thing. Absolutely. Yeah, because I got that. I got that George Foreman grill and layaway for your housewarming party. So. Yes. That I, I got the Hulkamania pasta machine. Yes. Pasta mania. Yes. Pastamania. See, they're going to so, give us a Foreman grill. They're going to give us pasta mania. We got all sorts of cool stuff coming in. <laughs> she don't what she said. She don't want it. Okay. Said, what the hell are you talking about? Willis. What you talking about? Willis? <laughs> she so, said, I would just being silly. Silly. Geese. So and I know it's getting kind of close to your bedtime in mind as well. So Stan, I appreciate it. Uh, we sure. love the love you boys from corner to corner. And as I always told you, Corner to Corner is one of my favorite podcasts out there. And uh, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of you and the boys. So thank you for coming on. Yeah. And you guys are always welcome to join us. Although I have to point out that Mr. DeVois should be careful. Because, uh, you know, the professor, Professor Dickweed, you know, he's he's a little leery. About leery about letting him on the airwaves. Um, I'll have to tell you about that off you know, so, speak so, no English. Here's, so before I go, because, you know, I'm always out of the loop and I pride myself in that because everything's new to me. I need to know the story because I know there's some a scuttlebutt <laughs> going on. It is a great story. And, it is uh, a great story. I'm if you have it, I'm happy to tell it to you. We, you know what? Let's just do a whole episode on that. <laughs> not to say we did. <laughs> the professor would love that. And that... <laughs>
brings us to the end. All right, so. Oh, wait, I got to do my finish. Don't steal my finish. So, Stan, thanks a lot. And um, speaking of what Willis is talking about, Mr. DeVore, flex your golden pipes and take it home. Ah, you're going to give me a brain aneurysm. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Diego Divorce Show with our special guest today, Corner to Corner host, Stan Brook. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we had fun taping. Until again, we meet again on all of your favorite streams and podcasts, whether it's iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Thank you once again for listening to the Diego and Divorce Show. Thank you.